That sounded kind of rough on my end. I don't. I don't care. <coughs> How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing better now that I'm talking to you and drinking. Yay! I'm. I'm not doing. I'm not drinking tonight. I'm having pills. You okay? I will. I went to poured one if I knew you weren't drinking, but you did remind me that it was St. Patty's Day and I have a problem. I I will be drinking shortly. Okay. But my I just opened a fresh can of liquid death water. And I, I want to enjoy it while the fizziness is still fresh. You know that's fair. Mmm. That's good water. Um, I have to go to the bathroom. Fuck you. So why don't you just do the show by yourself for a little bit? Bye. Okay, okay. So the the real secret is I'm not actually alone. I have my friend Alex with me, and we're going to do the show without Cameron while he's taking a wet, gross shit. Oh. Hi, Alex. Oh. How are you? I died five years ago. You need to let me go. No, you sent me toys. You can't be dead. Well, you know, capitalism never <laughs> rests. This is gotta, true. Gotta keep going. Hi, oh my Jack. god, that is a fucking horror story. It's like ghosts are made to work and slave away for capitalism. If it was possible, I think it would be happening. I have to write that one down. That's legitimately really good. Alright, alright. Perfect. But now all, all the listeners are gonna steal your ideas. That's okay. Chad, what am I doing here? I don't know. Cameron didn't tell me you were gonna be on. <laughs> okay, okay. I mean, he he told so, me I was going to be on, but I, uh, other than that, is is not much, not 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 much that I know. Um, I have a bone to pick with you, Alex. Okay, I let's go. Like, I feel like every time you, someone I know, becomes friends with you, I I go down a friend rung. Hmm. And I think that's what's happening here. Is Cameron's going to come back from his wet, gross shit, and he's going to be okay. like, Chad, I'm sorry, but your opinions are no longer cheap. And, I, and he's going to give me a dollar, and then he's going to make me leave forever. See, I would, I, I don't see that happening because I'm a loyal listener of Opinions Are Cheap, and I've listened to a lot of the bullshit you guys talk about, and uh, yeah, I, I, th- I think you're ironclad there, Chad. I think you're, okay. I think you're set. I mean, we don't know how Cameron's gonna come back after he takes his, you know, wet gross shit, but yeah, yeah, I think, I think we're good. If we keep repeating it, it'll become true. <laughs> it, it will, it will. How, how is your, how are your last ten minutes been? Uh, before before you got ready for the show, uh, good. I was watching a YouTube video that is going to be my glad space, so uh, I'm going to save it for the end. But uh, I really really enjoyed it. Had a lot of fun. Okay, okay. So you you have nothing to add to this this conversation right now. It's a, it's no. a tease. Okay, it's a tease. All right. Well, that's nice. I'm excited for an hour from now. So me too. Yeah. I don't know what we're gonna do between those hours because once again, I I don't know what's going on tonight. I'm hmm. back. Hi, Cameron. Cameron. That, what the that fuck? wasn't a bit. I really did leave. Oh, God. <laughs> You're going to have fun editing this. <laughs> wasn't that oh. long. Um, hi, Alex. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Cameron. It's no uh, it's, I, it's nice to be here, you know? No. Oh, well, it is nice to be here. I, I guess you wouldn't know. Uh, but so, I'm here. Um, What's what's new with you, I guess? Uh, you know, I've, uh, I've been... Um, been uh, working on the on the solo project uh you know the big the big uh the big five-piece band but when you're one person a five-piece band doesn't work quite as well as five people 
uh, or even six people because you know you can take rests and you know people can get people can get breaks uh, in between you'd so. be legitimately excited for there and then and it's like so, oh he's doing jokes chat do you do you do music do you think you you know someone who could join my five piece band yeah okay i got a trombone but i don't know how to use it there we go three pieces now we just need to find the one piece, and it'll be four pieces. And I've never seen one piece. Is there a one piece? I was going to say, piece? we can't find the one piece. This anime's not over. No one knows where it is. It's still going? Okay, yeah. I got a question. Do you think okay. there is a one piece, or is it going to be like the real one piece was the friends who've made along the way thing? I don't know anything about that anime other than like the <laughs> four abridged episodes I've seen that Super... No, not Super Eye Patch Wolf. Uh, Purple Eyes, what the fuck did? YouTuber names. Do you know what? Do you know what the One Piece is? I, I no. I think it's a piece of pirate treasure. It's the treasure. Like it's all treasure. Like okay. the the king of pirates, like the most successful pirate ever, uh, got all of his wealth and put it into one piece. And if anyone can find it, then it's theirs. You know what's gonna huh. happen? Is he's gonna get to the end and he's gonna find out that the One Piece was the entire adventure he had and if he takes it he just repeats the adventure and then it's going to cycle to back to chapter one and the whole thing is going to be this like snake eating its tail thing frankly that would be better than whatever will actually happen because that sounds really cool yeah (laughs) anime hasn't been interesting lately you know what i mean like I, i feel like every ending is super predictable or it falls short or i don't know yashihine we're looking at you even Oof. like uh, even Jelly and I like, but the way that it doesn't really end and it gives you just stuff to think about, it's like, yeah, it's fun to think about, but I kind of wish there was an actual ending. Mm-hmm. Or do I? I don't know. Maybe I don't. So I'm watching Naruto for the first time. And okay. uh, m- m- most people I've talked to have like, you know, watched Naruto when they were growing up or when it was first airing and stuff like that. And I'm really enjoying just watching like, you know, one or two episodes a week. And we just we just finished, I think, the fourth season and um Big Orochimaru guy got his hand, his bending taken away, but there were losses on both sides. And I'm really enjoying this, but I also know that there's a show called Boruto and it happens right after. And I'm sort of not, I I want nothing to do with that one, even though I'm really enjoying Naruto. I haven't given Boruto a chance. I've heard two things about it. And Mm. first is that they kind of just recycle a lot of characters in a weird way. Like there's analogs where Boruto has a friend that's like clearly the same as Sasuke and he has a friend that's the same as Sakura and they fight a villain that seems like reminiscent of Orochimaru even though they're designed different it's like they're filling the exact same roles and they're telling the exact same arc right sure and it's like what is the point of this okay hear me out we do an Naruto spinoff and the main villain is Papa Orochimaru <laughs> and it's Papa Roach joke I get it okay okay All thank right. you I don't I'll have anything it. more for that. I just like wordplay. I have to interject. The it'll other get three, thing, it'll get three seasons. It's fine. The other thing I hear about Boruto is people have had that experience where uh, someone will be talking about Boruto and then they'll go, oh, is that that one that's like that takes place after Naruto? Because I love Naruto. And yeah. then the person that brought up Boruto will say, wait, they made a show about Boruto's dad. <laughs> and then they feel old and sad. Oh, I feel I, I feel secondhand old and sad from that. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Well, that's fun. Like on one hand, like with the show, like uh, Avatar: Last Airbender, 
it, it was a show that like I watched uh, after it came out too a bit. And then when I learned that Korra was a thing, I was really excited. Like uh, there was there was right away excitement because I was like, okay, like a new Avatar, that's exciting. But for some reason, Naruto's not like Boruto. Like the the concept of Boruto is not exciting for me. And maybe that's because we've gotten all these like movies that are like oh it's just what the movie you remember but they're older now and there's young ones and uh, that kind of thing so yeah i think partially it's not a new concept but also partially with Korra, they at least presented something that was interesting on surface level and with mm-hmm. boruto it's like what if it was naruto again like, well i saw that right I, here's the thing season okay I'm curious, like, with Boruto, because season four of Naruto had a fucking awesome opening song, and I remember that more about that anime than anything else. <laughs> like, all these years later, the one thing that sticks with me is, like, man, season four's song, big ol' thumbs up. Is the, is the opening music for Boruto any good? Does anybody listen to it? I haven't heard it. No, no, think about it. Hmm. Because that's, that's my funny. follow-up question for you, Alex, is because you're watching yeah. it. Are you list- do you get the opening songs? Or I don't know oh, what yeah, the rights yeah. issues are with some of those. Okay, so you so, have heard. So heard it's interesting because like I, it's been four seasons, but the way Naruto, it's it, it kind of doesn't feel like it's been that much because like, you know, one fight takes like five episodes. So it feels like you're mm-hmm. getting less episodes and that kind of thing. And it's strange that we're in season four when it feels like we should be at the end of season one right now. Um but the amount of different themes that I've heard, both opening and closing, are, it's, it, it seems like it's like one or two per season, which is, it, it's nice. And I basically, all the songs I've heard are like, oh, this is cool. And then I wait for the next one and it comes up like, oh, this is cool. And it's it's a cool, 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 n- nice journey. Oh, no. But here's here's the Boruto theme. All right. I'm not feeling it. Hmm. I just clicked it. If I close my eyes, like- it could be an Naruto one, though. It's, it's got a little more like bubblegum to it, like it's a little brighter and a little more poppy, but I think that's probably just the way like music is going in Japan right now. So Yeah, I mean I, I wouldn't listen to this while I'm out on a walk or something, but it playing for the opening of an anime is okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean I've only listened to thirty five seconds of it, but it like I could see it in a Naruto one, but it's not a standout Naruto one where I'm like, oh, this is cool. I want to play it in Beat Saber or like, you know, l- listen to it after. So sure. But but there's a bit of like similarness to Naruto where like, hey, if I watch Naruto all of it and then I listen to this, I'd be like, oh, this is familiar. This is like nostalgia. Let's go. If that's what I was, if that's what I was into there. But mm-hmm. yeah, I don't think I'll ever watch Naruto, but uh, Naruto is cool so far. And I hear I have a lot more episodes to go through, so. I stopped at, like, episode 130, so hmm. I don't know how many episodes you've watched, but I, I, there comes yeah. a point where, like, it finishes an arc, and then there's, like, 90 episodes of, of filler, non-canon, you know, stuff, because they were letting the manga go farther, and I was like, fuck that, I'm I'm out. I, I, I wasn't going to put up with that. Yeah, I'm not sure the correct way to enjoy Naruto. Uh, I, I think there's I prefer the manga. episode list. Right, like, the problem is, is, like, like Alex said, like, fights go on for five episodes when they don't need to, and so it almost needs, like, a Dragon Ball Z Kai thing, where it's like, okay, let's take the good stuff, we'll condense it down, make it, like, not crazy paced, and then now we have a, well, I don't know, 80 episode anime instead of a 200. You know what's weird, actually, is a couple of the Naruto, like, fighting games are better than the anime. <laughs> And I say that because not only is there, like, not filler arc, but they actually, like, choreograph and design more elaborate sequences. Mm -hmm. 
So there's a couple times where, like, the action from the show is underwhelming after you've played the game. Huh. Because they'll actually, and they, th- these are the ones that, like, look like anime, like, they get the cell shading really good. Um, But it's like they'll take things to this extra level where it's not just, like, a sequence in the video game. It's like, it'll be a cutscene, but it's animated better than the scenes in the show. So it's like, I almost prefer reading the manga as it was intended or playing uh, Ninja Storm 4. <laughs> I recommend either of those more than the anime, I think. <laughs> sure. That's interesting, because I, I, the one that sort of like, that, that reminds me of is the Yu-Gi-Oh! Legacy of the Duelist, where they they do a thing where you basically play through all of Duelist Kingdom, and you can play through Battle City. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not like you're getting cutscenes or you're walking or you're doing anything. It's It's all text-based and people moving their lips kind of thing. And it was like, oh, it's like neat that I get to play this deck against, you know, in, in this thing. But it's it, it, it definitely I'd definitely rather be watching the TV show because it's like, hey, things actually happen. And it's actually a lot more exciting. And, and even though it takes a really long time. But yeah. It's you a know what's weird. funny, though, is the reverse, <laughs> reverse to that is uh, the first Dragon Ball Xenoverse game where if you play it like through to the Frieza saga, it's like a one to one recreation of the anime. But you're playing your character and fighting alongside Goku and, and right. Gohan and stuff. And it's fucking awesome. And then it and then it gets to a point where it's like, oh yeah, this is a fan game and we have like time travel shit and and then it gets wonky and you, you can stop playing. But like you really you play through the best arc of the anime and you're good. Like it's a good six hour experience. <laughs> yeah, you can kind of stop there. I I actually I played through that game with a Saiyan character and there was something really satisfying about getting up to Frieza and then unlocking the Super Saiyan like card only at that yeah. point where it's like yeah but original the hedgehog can defeat frieza now <laughs> one thing that was weird about that game is the the Namek characters had like really stretchy arms because they had like uh, they were more grapplers but you'd see the animation of like your arm like stretching and it's like piccolo never did that that's weird what, what yes, is wrong did. with you game really yeah his arm stretched Go all ahead. the time I don't fucking remember that. All right. Well, anyways, Alex's uh, intended transition was to talk about card games. Oh, is that why we're here? Yeah. See, no one told me anything. We we talked about this last week. We said we should do this. uh, Yeah. I didn't know we were going to do it. Yes. Mm. Hi, guys. I'm Alex. Hi, Alex. Do you like card games? I do, but not all card games. Oh, no. You like them on motorcycles. (laughs) I'm sorry. So, I... I found out something recently. Uh, Chad and Joe, you two made a card game together, but apparently neither of you like card games. That's more or less accurate. I wouldn't say I don't like them. I've played (laughs) Magic and had fun. Uh, Hmm. I don't play a lot of card games. I have very little interest in getting involved in most of them because the startup is either really costly or really time intensive, and I don't have either of those things. That's fun. I was going to say, you guys, there was a long pause. <laughs> scared me. Yeah. So, Alex, you do like card games, right? I do. I, I, I'm I a big fan of the card games. Um, All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I play I play Uno in VR chat. Um, and the cards are really big, right? And then everyone yeah. has their podiums. And then you, you, you got to get those Uno cards. 
but you can also steal people's cards you can like walk up to them and take their card and then they'll be like oh okay that's fine like you know you're stealing a card and in, in uno that's not really a bad thing so it's it's pretty neat um i played professionally and uh last week i actually won a game of uno in vr Yay. chat so it was very very exciting that's pretty rad yeah but Yu-Gi-Oh is definitely the card game that is is my favorite card game for sure and i played it as a kid and i don't think i've ever like i i never took it seriously until i was like i don't know like 16 or 17 and playing with my brother and actually like doing rules because before that it was just like okay what are the cool monsters they're going to come out with i'm going to watch the tv show i'm going to get a blue eyes white dragon this is so cool there's only three of these in the world and i have two of them somehow my sister has one of them so like we're, we're really cool uh but then you go to school and other people <laughs> Other people have the blue eyes white dragon. You're like, and you know that yours that theirs is fake because you packed it from a card, and you're just like, yeah, okay, okay. I have really good memories of playing Yu-Gi-Oh cards with my brother because we would play with show rules. We we, we never read the rule book, but we watched a show, and so <laughs> the games. It turns out a lot more imbalanced and stupid when you go by show rules, but also involves you know a lot less work as far as oh, I say. I, I was literally going to disagree there. I I mean. I feel like the actual game has its own balance issues where sometimes the show is set up in a way where it makes sense. Even though I they're suppose the rules. problem is that the show is like plotting out, you know, it's an anime, right? It, it, it's, it has to make the story work. And so things work for that. I, I don't know. I feel like there's a, an artificialness to the Yu-Gi-Oh! TV show rules as far as what they're doing and like how they're able to draw certain cards. Um, but we had a lot of fun, and we had, like, really monster-thick decks, because, you know, we'd buy booster packs and stuff, and we didn't, like, make a deck. It was, like, every card I own is in this deck. So I have this, like, <laughs> you know, 150-card stack, and you just kind of, like, half-ass shuffle it and hope for the best. <laughs> no wonder you never had the heart of the cards. You had 150 cards. You're not going to draw the Dark Magician. Well, and then we'd be like, man, we got to play with, like, way more life points, right? So we can go through the deck. And so we'd just, like, <laughs> jack up our numbers so we could play for, like, you know, half-hour round or something and pretend we were in the cartoon. Yeah, it's true. Like, most Yu-Gi-Oh games, like, it, a, lo- a lot of my experience with it playing with my brother is like, oh, I didn't draw any monster cards. We have, like, 2,000 life points. Good game. And then, you know, eventually mm. you, you, you go to 8,000 because, like, 2,000 is just so, like... It works for the anime because they, you know, right, there's writers who are like, oh, they're going to draw this card at this point and, and do that. But you get a card like 1700 attack and your opponent doesn't have anything stronger because it's early on. And it's like, well, that's a good game. It's a good game. Yeah. And I don't think I've ever played Yu-Gi-Oh! And like captured that feeling of the anime or, or, or captured that thing of, I mean, like I've drawn cards at the right time, but it always feels less so that I'm like super skilled at it. And, and more so that, I'll, okay, like, I drew a lucky card kind of thing. So it, it's a weird disconnect that whenever I play Yu-Gi-Oh, I'm like, I'm thinking of the TV show, and I'm like, okay, this is what's going to be so cool. And then when I'm actually doing it, I'm like, oh, okay. I'm going to play another 2,000 defense monster in defense mode. I'm going to wait him out. Okay, very fun. See, I always enjoyed, like, uh, thing, you know, putting down cards I saw in the show was great. Like, I think I had, like, Joey's starter deck is the, the one I bought. And so I got to see all the cards. I liked him seeing him play, you know, Red Eyes Black Dragon and the the Warrior Penguin, which I still stand by as a fucking great card. I want I want more penguins with swords. <laughs> but uh, I always liked, you know, the, the activating the trap card, right, or the magic cards. Like those were the things that felt really like cinematic to me. Is like putting one of those down and just getting to wait, and be like, bull, flipping it over, and be like, fuck yeah, I'm the best. And 
I have like very like vague memories of this, right? Because it has been many, many years. But these are like it was it was a good time. Mm-hmm. And so, like, w- would you ever want to go back and like, oh, two people pick up a starter deck and you you like play, or is that just something where you're like, no, I'm good? Well, we tried to do that with Magic, because uh, I remember I was at like a, a comic book store and I was looking at some of the Magic stuff, and I was like, man. I've played this once a couple years ago with my cousin because he had a couple of pre-made decks, and that was really fun. And I'm kind of thinking about doing this. And then one guy's like, here, you can just have these two starter decks. So they're free. And I was like, fucking sweet. And he assumed we were going to end up coming back and probably buying a shitload of magic cards from him, which did <laughs> not happen. Uh, but we played a handful of times, and we'd like trade off the decks or whatever. But I feel like when, when you have a, a pre-made and you are only playing the one other person with the same pre-made... Like, it gets really stale really fast, and we're like, you know, if we start investing in this, we're going to know which cards we each have, and it's just going to be like, it's like when we play each other in Smash Brothers, we kind of know our play styles, and Joe knows how to counter mine better, and I know how to counter his, and that's just going to happen until we die. And so, it got, yeah, it just kind of got a little drawn out and and wore thin uh, after maybe a couple weeks. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Cameron, you just shared a, a lovely looking card that kind of scared me as a kid. Uh, th- Thousand Eyes Restrict. Yeah, that was kind of, that was like the crux of my deck. I, I I didn't realize until later how annoying like control decks are. Because mm. it was kind of a new concept to me moving from Pokemon to Yu-Gi-Oh! Where like these stacking effects, are, like where you just completely manipulate the whole situation until you're satisfied it's like oh this is such a neat idea when i got into hearthstone it's like oh when you can't do anything it's not fun and it's like why do they design these cards (laughs) (laughs) it's on one hand it's like the closest you can get to the anime for one person and when you're the person who's who's sort of like you know doing this 5d chess in your mind and you you have them exactly where you want them and you're getting the cards you want and it's great. And the other person is just miserable. And and that, like, bringing up Hearthstone, that was the my end experience playing the regular Hearthstone game where it was just like, okay, it's, it's my gimmick deck versus their gimmick deck. But, like, the wins never felt as good as the losses did bad, which is why it was so great when Battlegrounds did, did come around with that. But, uh, yeah, it's such an interesting sort of card thing uh but just that you mentioned pokemon i have no idea how pokemon works like i've had pokemon cards before but how does the actual like hey i want to battle you with pokemon cards because i know there's energies involved and there's the attacks but what's the actual like crux of that so uh with pokemon you have to start with the unevolved versions right hmm so you can play like a pikachu and then you have to wait a turn before you're allowed to upgrade it to a raichu so there's a drawing mechanic where you want to make sure you have the Raichu card, but also you have to have the Pikachu card. So you tend to build your deck around a lot of duplicates just so that you have the chance to evolve. Interesting. Which, that, that's, a, that's something that I didn't like about Pokemon, and I think what made Yu-Gi-Oh! appealing. Because with Pokemon, like once in a while, we'd get a, a pack of cards at the store. And I'd open it, and it's like, oh cool, I got a Blastoise. Now, if I can only find a War Turtle and a Squirtle, <laughs> and I might not get more Pokemon cards until like my birthday five months from now. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like okay, this isn't. Well, the other problem is because you have those energy cards, right? So if you're like, I built my deck around these, and then I get a, a Water Pokemon, but I don't have any Water Energy because I don't have a lot of Water Pokemon. 
but you get a really good water one. Like, it's been a really long time since I played the Pokemon card game. Like, yeah, that was I, some middle school shit. But it, I remember like that being frustrating. Yeah, I think the best way to play Pokemon is if you get a starter deck because it'll come equipped with everything you need to actually play the game. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think my experience with Pokemon was largely like constantly coming up with new house rules because this is stupid <laughs> like it's like hey you know what if you if you got if you evolved something twice you can just play that blastoise on it who cares because you're never going to find that war turtle um because they don't print them in the current set anymore anyways and like ebay isn't really a thing yet and it's like it, it was a it was a weird i'm surprised that the card game took off because my experience with it was constantly like being confused and disappointed yeah. Um, considering how easy and accessible the video games are. And, and that's interesting because like, uh, like my school, I don't know if anyone actually played Pokemon, but everyone is trading Pokemon cards. And it, it wasn't so much about like, we're going to battle or if it was battling, it was like, I'm going to put yeah. my card down. It has more attack. And it's like, oh, our Pokemon sure are cute, huh? And it's, yeah, I just think the character designs were worked. so cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think the the pokemania was so intense that just having anything with the character on it was special yeah um i remember collecting the cards more than playing with them for sure yeah i you know what actually i remember um i had a card i really liked but they had a team rocket set and team rocket introduced this dark mechanic where there were like dark versions of pokemon and so i got a dark radicate and it was actually kind of a neat card and it's like, man, I really want to play this in my deck, but I don't have a Rattata. Like, literally, I just don't have Rattata. Oof. And I remember going to my friend's place, and he, he he got a better allowance than I did. He was always buying Pokemon cards. And so he showed me his collection. He had a binder of, like, all kinds of Pokemon he had. And so, oh, wow, that's so cool. And there was a page where he had a Rattata on it. And it's like, oh, Rattata, I need one of those. Um, Can I trade you something for it? And he's like, well, no, it's my only one, so I, and I, I want to have this complete. And I'm like, oh, that's okay. But then he's like, and I don't know why you want it. They're so common. I had like 20 of them, and I was like so bored of them, I tore them up. And it's oh. like, well, <laughs> like, well, what do you, you just said you don't want to trade it because it's so special <laughs> to you. Which is it? Like, why did, you know, hmm. why not store two in there just in case? I could have 40 Rattata, but I don't want two, Cameron. I just want one. Damn. Oh, that's a nice looking uh, slow bro. Slow bro, yeah. It's not yeah. A slow so I, I just said my, my my favorite Pokemon card that I have is a uh, it's a dark slow bro, but it's a Japanese card, and it and it's holographic, and it's just I remember getting this out of a pack and being like, this is the fucking coolest thing ever, and uh, I think there are cooler things now than my my Japanese holographic slow bro, but like you know, top I don't know ten, twelve, Heck like yeah. you know, it could still it's still pretty good. Yeah, see, the 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 cards were interesting because they had different artists do it too. It wasn't all just like ripped from the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, even over the years, I could like, sell they still for, like, look thirty neat. bucks. Yeah. Ooh, that's cool. Oh, that one is cool. That one you just sent. Uh... Yeah, and, and it's neat because like some of them were like uh, like I remember the, the ones that, like stood out to me and it's not necessarily that I liked them it was just like well that looks really different it was when they made like the clay versions of the Pokemon and they were like sort of really small and like really cute it's like that's yeah, not what a Pokemon cool. looks like but it's 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 really cool to you know, like you said get another artist's take on it do you guys ever have I anyone like... oh go ahead 
Oh, just like the so like Slowbro and Radicate and stuff. Like if you're playing the games, to me we're never like the coolest or most intricate Pokemon, but you might have one because of reasons, right? Like, uh, so getting the cards when they're like holographic, and you're like, oh, this is like this is a really special Slowbro. This isn't like the one I killed two days ago in Pokemon. This is like this is a boss <laughs> Slowbro or this is a boss Radicate, right? Like, I don't. Know, I had there's just something about it that it, it just made them feel like way more special. And all of a sudden, you're like, you know. Maybe I should go level up and get one of those, uh, just to have one, right? Like, you know, th- this Pokemon's got more value than just being like the shitty starter one you get. Yeah, for sure. Did you guys ever have a time where like your your Pokemon cards, your Yu-Gi-Oh cards, were like stolen, or was there was that ever a thing, or was it ever an issue where, where you guys were at? Um, I remember a lot of like the school areas I was at. They eventually banned all this shit because people were either stealing them or. Uh, trading them and, and they were hurt feelings and, and the teachers were just like we don't fucking want to deal with this, this is stupid cards <laughs> but uh i never like i never had any stolen i remember making some trades that were probably more beneficial to me than other people and be like ha fuck you over but i, I probably didn't think that word because i was like 12 <laughs> i i do know like when i was in later high school because my cousins also collected pokemon cards with us and we all stopped around the same time and they decided they were going to get rid of theirs, and they were having fun just kind of, like, burning them and, and, you know, stabbing them. And I was like, whoa, wait, wait, if we're going to destroy all these, fine, but I'm going to take the ones I want. Because I only have, like, 142 of 150, and maybe you have the other eight I'm missing. And so, that, I remember that happening, like, that being a fairly large event in my Pokemon life. as like, I'm collecting the handful of cards that I think might be either worth something or I didn't have. And then it's like, okay, yeah. If you want to, if you want to destroy these, I don't, I don't care. They're not mine. I mean, these ones are these new ones I took, but that's how I got all 150. Damn, you got them all. Yeah, then those rat bastards made a shitload more. <laughs> they sure did. Uh-huh. Cameron, are you still here? Yeah, I'm looking for another card I liked. Um, so I'm you, having trouble. You keep finding looking. It. I'm gonna go put a little <laughs> more whiskey in this glass. <laughs> I'll tell my story of my Yu-Gi-Oh card that got stolen while Chad's not here. Yay! I was I was back in elementary school and Yu-Gi-Oh was all the rage and I had my favorite card and it was the Muka Muka. And for those that don't know, the Muka Muka is is a pretty it's a pretty crappy card. It's it's been, but it's got a cool effect where it gains 300 attack and defense for each card in your hand. And so you know, a Muka Muka might not look much at the beginning, but if you're drawing a lot of cards, it's like aha Muka 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 Muka. But really, I just like I don't know it's called it's called Muka Muka. And I was showing off my Muka Muka to my friends, and then this guy ran past me. Swipe, swipe my Muka Muka and just ran away, and I just started crying. I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't fathom that someone would take my Muka Muka, and you know, I went to the principal's office. My sister was there because she went to the same elementary school or uh, school, and, and and we caught the guy. And of course, he had a giant binder of Yu-Gi-Oh cards, uh, and and he was like, "No, I didn't steal it. I didn't steal it." And I saw the Muka Muka, and it was right there. And I'm like, "That's my Muka Muka." And he's like, "No, no, it, it wasn't me. But I'll give you this Muka Muka." And I was like, oh, okay, okay. And then the principal was like, oh, yeah, and, and you can pick any other card from his collection, and you can take that one, too. <laughs> I was like, I want the Blue-Eyes White Dragon. And he's like, I'm not giving you a fucking Blue-Eyes White Dragon. And the principal was like, no, you gotta give him the Blue-Eyes White Dragon. So that's how I turned one Muka Muka into one <laughs> Muka Muka and a Blue-Eyes White Dragon. Goddamn. That's yeah. great. <laughs> and I still have both cards. I like that. You kept the spoils of that that little war. Yeah. Also, his name was Zen, and, and he's in. He's 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 probably. I don't know. I don't like him. Oh, that is a pretty card. Wow. So, do you oh, recognize fuck that? Yeah. 
Hell yeah, is this, I have like is this six from of those. the movie? Yeah, that's from the movie. I love that card. It was so cool. This is the for the listeners. It's uh, the the ancient Mew. Yeah, and the whole thing was like, shiny as fuck. Yeah, oh, it, it had a so weird nice. foil effect and a weird like font that was only used on this one card. Oh. Was oh. this the one that you got it's for been... watching the movie, or is this just a, a so, tie-in? No, this one came with the DVD or the VHS, I guess. I think if you went to the theater, there was a pack you could get that had one or two cards in it, and they were they were also unique to the movie, but they mm-hmm. weren't this like kind of foil thing. If I'm remembering oh, that, right, I thought I thought this was the one you got because I because the, the other thing I remember tickets. is that I got a Dragonite. It was like the mail delivery Dragonite from the beginning of the movie. Yeah, and it's like I don't know why I would get that and not the Mew there. Huh. Oh, hmm. <laughs> I do like Dragonite. I feel like but... I have. I should go get my deck of cards because I still have all of them. Heck yeah, you you, you can read I each one. I. I, just I don't like know if there's going to be like any value to that though. I'd have to go dig them out of my, dig my uh, up. bottom drawer. Dig but... them up. I just like this new thing they've been doing where the really good cards have like full art. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. a neat card. Um, though. What I really like and what I came to realize I liked about trading cards was just looking at the pictures. Mm. And I actually I started to collect uh, magic cards because I also liked the pictures in those. Yeah. Until I realized, oh wait, they just sell an art book, and the art book's literally cheaper than <laughs> the box. Plus, it's got like m- much larger scale pictures, and it's and, only the and, good pictures. And you get all of them. So I bought like four of those books because <laughs> it's like, oh, this one's all vampires <laughs> and werewolves. And, oh, this one's all dinosaurs. And it's like, so I have these amazing art books, and it's like, man, yeah. I can just throw my cards away. I don't need any of this garbage. Were you into Magic or the Gathering, or was this just like, hey, I like these designs? No, I never got into Magic the Gathering. I huh. I like the concept, and it's one of those things where it's the good one. But it's <laughs> yeah. kind of like Dungeons and Dragons, where it's like, I want to play, but every time I try, it turns into a bad experience. Right. Um, And it's just sort of weird, because I feel like with Magic, it should be better. But every time I try to play, it's like, well, this meta is really broken anyway, so don't bother. And then it's, it's like a learning curve to get in. And then it's just like, it never seems to be fun. And it never seems to be like, oh, that was a great time to get into magic. It's more like, oh, if I hope you have $80 for the Lancer of Azerite <laughs> card. And yeah, I don't. It just seems intimidating to me. I mean, like, uh, I know a few people play magic. And, you know, Jean-Luc used to do some tournaments. And he'd be very into magic. And it's just... I am someone who played Yu-Gi-Oh! and never got past uh, the first series of cards. I mean, like, I, I sort of dabbled in the um, in, in the one where they went to school and had some of those cards. But I just like the original, like, creatures, and the, the Battle City, and the, the, the weird dragon stuff going on. Uh, and it was just a lot simpler. Like, there was no Synchro Summons or all this other stuff. And it was just, like, that's sort of where my card card game sweet spot is, where I don't have to, like think so so much just to like get into the thing get into the game but i can just have fun and i can still do my sort of strategies in there so i went and grabbed my binder of pokemon cards heck yeah um it's a white binder it's <gasps> i'm kind of surprised it's still uh that is kind of funny saying that all out isn't it um i'm surprised it's still intact because i've had this for a really long time uh it is like the the og binder when i started collecting and realized i needed to get something to store these fuckers uh, so the front of it, I have, I took a piece of tracing paper, 
and I traced Mewtwo, Scyther, Electabuzz, and Lickitung from a book, and then I colored them with crayon. And so that's like, then it slid that into the plastic sleeve. So that's the beginning of this. Uh, I did a good job coloring them. Sand, that's you know, the for, picture. For, I don't, well, that I'm not going to do. But then, I mean, everything's in order. So, you know, front page is the, the first nine Pokemon. Um, I remember for Venusaur, my grandfather actually bought me that. And he's just like, you know, in my day, we collected baseball cards, and I don't know what the fuck these are. But, you know, I spent a couple years in Japan during the war, so I can I can appreciate Japan. I was there. I almost married a Japanese lady. Uh, so that's, like, the cool memory I have with that one. Aww. That is a good memory. I don't remember how I got Charizard, but I remember it was it must have been important, because he's, he's all shiny. I'm but just when a- I went to visit my cousins, uh, they... They lived in a slightly bigger city, and so their mall had a bigger, like, comic book store. And they would sell these Japanese packs of uh, of uh, Pokemon cards. And so we would always go there to get a Japanese pack because we were always more apt to get a, a holographic card, a foil card. So that Dark Radicate you, you sent me, uh, Cameron, I actually have the Japanese version of that. Nice. And then I have a Japanese version of uh, uh, Dark Arbok, too. Which I thought was Ooh. cool, because I was like, oh, that's gotta be the one from the show, right? That's like Jesse's Arbok. Fuck yeah, I have that. <laughs> and it, of course, it doesn't say that anywhere on the goddamn card. You can write it on. I do have Lieutenant Surge's Pikachu. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was a good one, too. That one's not shiny. I really like the, the, the tag team three starters that you sent over, Cameron. And I'm guessing that's a new one, or newish one, because it's, it's GX, but it's uh, just like First of all, it's all th- all three of the starters on one card, which is like, oh wow, as a kid that'd be like so cool, and now it's so cool. But it's also like got that neat stained glass thing going on. Yeah, it, it's weird. I was looking through some more current cards, and the quality is so up and down because some of them use the terrible CGI models, like from the commercials. Hmm. I I don't know. I hate the Pokemon commercials. Have you seen those? Hmm. Let me see. I don't think um, so. CGI Pokemon control. They're animated Yay. so poorly. Small CG. indie studio. Holy and crap, it's... I have a lot of dark ones and I have a lot of Japanese ones. <laughs> yeah, so they these Pokemon trading card game commercials have like it, it's just rendered in a weird way. Oh, like this is fun. <laughs> they're trying to make it look cool, but it's not. And it's I don't know. I don't know if you've ever seen those like really bad movies where they'll like we're gonna rip off Ratatouille with the straight to DVD Ratatouille, <laughs> and it's got a CGI mouse on it. Like that that's what the these exact. commercials feel like. It's like, is this a knockoff? <laughs> is this actual like Pokemon Company approved this? Whose side are you on, Cameron? <sighs> Booster pack sold separately. Mm, that's how they get you. That's how yeah. they get you. Ah. I remember the, the first foil card I got out of a booster pack was Magneton. And I was like, this one must be great. This will be my new favorite. And I had to go catch one in the game after that. Yay! <laughs> Is that still your favorite card? No. Oh. Oh, well, sorry, Magneton. You win some, you lose some. Yeah. I'm, I'm guessing this is the Magic the Gathering uh, uh, images you're sharing, uh, Cameron, yeah? Yeah, I mean, I, I've been looking at these vampires, they're cool. And it's like, 
it bugs me that the vampires in Magic the Gathering are the only vampires that make me happy. Because I've been looking for a <laughs> vampire outlet lately, and it's like, I hate all of this. Talk I hate everything. Yay. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting how how little art you actually have on the old cards. Like like you mentioned, the new Pokemon ones have the full the full art, but they were still so so cool. Like like I can't even imagine just like a full picture Pikachu, and 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 whether I even like that as much, or is it kind of cool that it's like kind of like collected inside your card? Oh, that oh, nice that's... Lapras. Oh, yeah, I got that one. I don't know what this one retails for. They're out of stock. It looks like everywhere. Damn. And it's funny because it's like that one looks good, but it's literally the art from the instruction book, and then they just put it on a foil. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, really? it, it's not actually that creative. Yeah, and yeah, it looks better than some of the other ones. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and there's something so charming just about it existing on the card, and you got the blue around it, and you got the text. Like I think, yeah, there definitely is value there. Yeah, I what think was so. What's the name of that pterodactyl Pokemon? Aerodactyl. Oh. Yeah. He's cool. I think I spelled that wrong. Uh, oh, uh, Google's got my back, though. Oh, this one yay. is only $4.99? Oh, man, I thought this would be worth more. It's a cool card. Oh. It's also shiny and in Japanese. Oh. I'm telling you, man, those freaking Japanese packs, you always got a foil card, which is it was awesome. Like, yeah. Sometimes it, it, was, it was like different. an energy card, but... But even then, like, having a, having a better-looking energy card is fun. Mm, um, for sure. Chad, you ever, you ever play Hearthstone? Uh, no. So they do a foil thing in there where there's like gold versions of cards. And what's kind of cute since it's a video game is like the gold ones are actually animated. So, oh, like you, you put it down and there'll be like an extra effect or something. But like you'll have a warlock that's like summoning green fire. It's like the fire actually animates and like pulsates or something. Oh, that Moltres is neat because that's actually kind of like artsy. Yeah, this one's apparently worth $30. Ooh. It is artsy, but it also makes me realize that all the backgrounds are basically the same for for, yeah. for, for these ones. Yeah, that was the so theme then. That, yeah. So for that Mew card, I have two of them. Ooh. And Alex, whenever you come to visit me, you can have one. Oh, okay, I'm coming. I'm coming sooner than later. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bribe you with Pokemon cards. <laughs> it's the only one you can have, though, because I have duplicates. Uh, but I want Rattata so I can I can do my Dark Raticate. Oh, I might have duplicates of him. Let me check. Oh, okay. <laughs> Phew. All right, we're saved. This is not animating. Why isn't it? No, it's not. Let me try this other way. Yeah, I have like a shitload of Rattata. I got like four different ones. Heck Take yeah. Goddamn pick. Rattata evolves into Mew. I have two Lieutenant Surge's Rattata. Oh, man. That, yeah. Oh, it just looks so good, the Hearthstone cards when they animate. It just really does. And I mean, like, I got into Hearthstone, uh, and I never played World of Warcraft and didn't really, like, know any of the characters. Like, nothing was familiar to me. It was just like, oh, it's it's it's, it's a card game that's, that's free to play. And I just loved all the designs, and it was it was so cool sort of learning learning about all these Blizzard heroes and characters through this card game. So it was, it was very much, like, secondhand, just, like, hearing voice lines or, or, or just seeing them, seeing, like, what their effects are and, like, just, just thinking about what the lore could be without actually having to dive into that. Mm-hmm. So when we were working on the Land of Glass, one of the things me and Joel, like, consciously did was, like, how do we how do we do a foil effect on the good cards? Uh, and we actually had, like, that conversation, right, and designed different ones. Uh, because when you got, like, a, a really high-end weapon or, or a piece of armor or spell or something like that, 
I wanted we wanted that to visually mean something that you know that feeling like when you're a kid and you get that one in the pack and you're like fuck yeah this is great and I really like the effect we did I don't think I have like a gif I can share but oh. <laughs> you know it's one of those things right like we approach that game in a really weird way because we do not play a lot of card games and don't always care or like the mechanics of them so we're trying to you know put our own spin on it but like we still have that connection to them right like we wanted to try and make it feel kind of like how we remembered feeling you know buying a good booster pack or just trading cards or you know that's why i wanted to get into keyforge i i want the feeling of like well this will be fun and i feel like card games don't do that they like fun is almost a bad word and it's immediately mm-hmm. about, well, I have to net deck what the current meta is and construct something with intent to make my dollar go the furthest. And it's like, I miss the feeling of just buying a deck off the shelf and playing with it. Right. Um, did you ever did you ever look at uh, Keyforge? Alex, I don't even, I mean, I don't even know. I don't even know what Keyforge is. Oh, so uh, this actually comes from the guy that invented Magic the Gathering. Because oh, okay. he, he hates the Magic the Gathering meta system <laughs> and, <laughs> nice. like, net decking and stuff. So he's like, okay, we'll use computers and we'll, we'll like, randomly generate a deck and the rules are you can't trade cards. So oh. the back of each deck is printed with the name of the deck on it. And so it's like, it, it basically, there's, like, a set of cards that it randomly pulls a functioning deck together that is, right. that's the deck from beginning to end. And so it has, like, can't... a randomly generated name on the back. So it's, like, you you don't know what you're getting. You, like, buy the box off the shelf at Target or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you open it, and it says, this is, your like, yeah, this is the Dragon's Emerald Island. And all the cards have that printed on the back. And it's, like, that's this is your deck. It has a lot of skeletons in it and a weird token system. And this one wizard guy you're going to use a lot of. Uh, and, that's really and, like, interesting. Deal with that. And the idea is you buy, like, one or two and just, like, have fun with it. Huh. That's the premise. It's not supposed to be competitive. There's not tournaments. That's not the goal of it. It's supposed to be fun to play. Mm-hmm. Um, I literally <laughs> I had a hard time finding it because, like, game stores wouldn't carry it because it's not competitive. And I went right. to my local comic book store. I think I told this on the show, so I'll be brief, but... I went in there and I said, hey, I'm looking for a card game. And the guy has all these like magic cards and Yu-Gi-Oh and all the like and the singled out Pokemon cards on the shelf. Um, And so I was like, hey, I'm looking for a card game. It's called Keyforge. It came out like a month ago. It's like, I've never heard of it. And I said, yeah, it's, it's from the guy that made magic. Like it, you know, it came out. It's like, I've, I, I don't. What is it? Like, what's the what's the deal? Why not just play magic? It's the same guy. Just play magic. I'm like, well, no, it's like and I explained what the point was. Yeah. He's like, well, what's the point of that? That you uh, actually, you know what? Let me let me call. You know, uh, 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 Jason's at he's he's out right now, but let me call him real quick. So he calls up Jason on the phone, who I guess works there, and he's like, "Hey, so this guy is looking for. Have you ever heard of Keyforge? I didn't hear about it either. Yeah, no, it, it's so you you get the deck, but then you're not allowed to trade the the cards. You don't buy booster packs or anything. You just have your deck, and that's it." That's what I said. No, it's stupid. <laughs> I don't get it. And he's like having this argument and talking about how stupid I am while I'm like standing there trying to give him money. And it was like so... the weirdest experience. <laughs> uh... I. Uh... 
like that sounds very very appealing to me as someone who like oh like i just kind of want to play the games and sort of get get into it i can well, like, see why they weren't thrilled about it because after you buy two two decks you, you never have to buy anything again i mean you well, can't no, because guess. you get bored because you, your deck sucks so go back and buy another deck right like you don't buy three of them like but <laughs> keep buying <laughs> decks until you find one you like yeah. And they have a backup deck because someone, your friend counters yours. If anything, you could make money on it still. I get that there's no competitive scene, but it's like, I don't see the business prospect in it. And meanwhile, like series three of the cards are out and they're like at my, my hobby store now. But like that, Jeez. that comic book store, like I was such an ass yeah. <laughs> when, when that store closed, I was like, I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> You're an idiot for wanting this. We don't have it. We don't know what it is for a card store. <laughs> that was that was a weird. So so it's still doing well though, because I I like now that you mentioned it was a game by the guy who created Magic the Gathering. I think I heard about it, but never like saw it in person or even put like a any sort of image to to the concept. So it's still around, still doing well. Then I mean, well enough. It it's aimed at kids. It's not a competitive thing, but it's like yeah. I saw decks at Target. Right. Um, I think my problem with Keyforge is literally no one around me will play with me. Like, no one likes the idea besides me. Hmm. And then, honestly, I kind of I like it because it's like you buy one and you have it, right? Like, yeah. And then I don't know. I'm all for like I don't have a lot of time, and I don't want to. I don't want to collect or do bullshit anymore. <laughs> right. Don't want to do and it ever again. I will say I think the other problem is that I am not super impressed by the art. And okay. I would have more fun, mm. like, I would probably buy, like, ten of these decks if I liked the art, and I would just have mm. a box full of Keyforge decks, and it's like, when my friends come over, it's like, hey, let's play this, I got a bunch, you can pick your favorite one. Yeah. Um, when it, it, like, the art doesn't look that appealing, it's kind of like, I don't know if I want to push this on anybody. Um, I, I also remember when it first came out, they, they missed uh, some stuff in their algorithm, and a couple of the decks were ending up with, like, relatively inappropriate titles <laughs> um and the one that stuck with me was like somebody bought a deck and they opened it and it's like your deck is the king that buys boys with money <laughs> i want that one i well that's the thing he put that on ebay because they like they started going through and actually like they had someone scrubbing through names and looking for inappropriate stuff to try and recall them and so as soon as that news got out, it's like, hey, if you want this pedophile king deck, it's on eBay right now. <laughs> um, there was like a handful of <laughs> like unfortunate name combinations, but I think they figured something out on that. Cameron, you can draw. I feel like pedophile king should be your next character. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a great character that I want to own. Yay. Yeah, do it. Do it for me. Yay. Have you ever thought of like making a card card game? Because I mean, Chad, you, I mean, yeah. I actually, um, when I was younger, like when I, this is like at a point where like not feeling Yu-Gi-Oh so much anymore, and it's like, why don't I just make my own card game? Mm -hmm. So, um, man, I'm trying to find these uh, these funny card decks, but oh, like this one here is called the villain that digs up porridge. And what was this one? Oh yeah, General Bone Rider Colt. I'd like to own all. That's of these a good cards. one. Uh, Rock the disconcertingly arrogant. 
That's a weird one. Hmm. Cliff Mon, the organ scholar of the forest. Like the, they're so like random. It's kind of charming this how random like a, they are, though. Oh yeah, it's like a light novel. Oh, and this this is a great one. The survivor who grimaces at politics. <laughs> See, there there is a charm to this. I yeah, <laughs> I like it. But okay, back to the story. I I made <clears> my own card game. I I kind of got to a testing phase where like me and my brother were actually playing it and kind of having fun. But it was based on Kirby. Hmm. And the idea was I wanted to combine what I kind of like about Yu-Gi-Oh! And what I kind of liked about Magic, like at least in practice. And it's like, well, I kind of like the mana system where every turn you get a resource point to work with. But I also like with Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, or, or actually more so Pokemon, where there, you'll have like one Pokemon in front that battles and you swap it out or you lose it. And I wanted to lean into that more. Because with magic, like all your monsters are out at once. And so what I did was I set up this Kirby game where you kind of, uh, I, it, this is like how Hearthstone works, where you have a hero. So you could have Kirby, but really you send out like the minions. And then Kirby had an ability where you could kind of sacrifice that minion and give Kirby a stronger ability and have Kirby be your character on the front. Right. Or there were other, like, we, we designed a King DDD and a Meta Knight. And it's like, oh, we just make a bunch of heroes, and each of these decks would work different. And it was like, it was kind of weird when I started playing a Hearthstone. It's like, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> like, the more I thought about it, it's like, I invented Hearthstone 10 Damn. years ago. Um, it, now, granted, uh, my version had less RNG and was more balanced, but it certainly <laughs> wasn't that fun to play. Uh. <laughs> Oh, yeah! I, I just posted a. Oh, is that, is, no, go is on. that a card? No, no. Is, is like, is that a creature? So the one of the things I just Ooh. posted was the uh, this the foil texture for the the cards in the land of glass. I love it. Oh wow! And so I don't know what Joe did with the lighting to make it like because it does shine, you know, shimmer uh, in the yeah. game. But that is like the base texture is just like this weird piece of like pop art and it's just speckles of random kind of pastel colors dude can i keep this so yeah go ahead i love this so much see i originally thought this was a really rare pokemon card that like if you stare hard enough or close enough you see like a pokemon and i I like i'm like oh it looks like this pokemon i I know nintendo or pokemon company doesn't like to think about it but i really wish they would lean into missing no and like just put out a missing oh yeah hmm That'd be awesome. I would I would legit want that one just because, like, there's a shitload of memories in that thing. <laughs> like, they should put out a card that's level 100 Golduck, and, and it's just the one you, the hacked one that you, or it's not hacked, but, you know, like, the, the glitched one you can find after you kill Missing Null. <laughs> yes. That'd be so great. And it, ha- it knows Hyper Beam. Ah, uh, what a great Pokemon. That one fucks up the Elite Four. Thank you, level 100 Golduck. Huh, you know, <laughs> so I'm looking at these Keyforge pictures i wonder if the art's getting better because um the stuff i saw didn't look quite this neat oh those look pretty cool that's a shitty succubus though i I wouldn't call that a succubus but i i kind of like the color and the there's like an interesting design going on anyways i like that they're i mean they're obviously in the same deck i like that they have that sort of theme going on like same sort of color palette with the spiders 
And also, like, mechanically, it's not that different. But the theming is that you don't win by defeating your opponent. It's like a race to collect enough victory points. So in okay. a way, it it's maybe, like, I think for some people, it's less uh, aggressive than other card games. If you're concerned about that for, like, your kids. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, oh, I'm going to get to the finish first. Uh, you know, I'm going to forge all my keys. Not if I forge mine first. Oh, it, key It's forge. a little less than like, I will send your soul to the dark dimension. <laughs> yeah, it seems like a nice gateway gateway game. Because also, I, I mean, like as a, I, you don't really want kids to want packs every week and everything. Like, you know, oh, this is great. If you're a dad that likes card games, but you don't want to open that Pandora's box. It's like, hey, Junior, here's your card game. It's done. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I like, uh, I like the concept a lot. Oh, there's this cool like alien. He's just like a Martian green little man. Um, oh, that's yeah. Some of these are a little yeah, better than like, the ones I saw before. I uh, like the stunts. Looks like something you'd kill in XCOM. Cool. Yeah. I don't know. You know, I might give Keyforge another try and get one of these decks. They're like, I want to say they're like $6 at Target. So it's like, oh, who me. cares? Yeah, I've, I've That's the fun thing about being games. an adult. It's like, oh, what's $6? Like, I spent that on coffee. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it, you can grab a couple of those and like go to your friend's house and say, hey, let's play this and kill an hour. Yeah. And that's I just love the idea of like opening packs or opening decks and just like, Either learning a card game or just if it's one you know. I remember it was like a year ago and I was at my friend's house and we went to his local local game store because you know, we were there. And we found this this card game that none of us knew had heard of before, but it was in the bargain bin and it was like $2 each. So we each bought like a starter deck and we read the rules and it was like very hyper-sexualized cards and it was like <laughs> didn't make a lot of sense. And the like translation or, or the localization wasn't very good. And there were like Russian words strewn here and there. And we just had such a good time playing it that one night, and we never touched it again. But I have fond memories of that of that mystery card game. I have and fond I memories of uh, like someone online would sell like Yu-Gi-Oh cards, but they were counterfeit with custom art, and you can imagine what the custom art was like. Right. Um. Yeah, I've seen some of those at cons where like a guy is. It's like a guy in a booth, and he's like looking side to side. And he's like, "You want to see my Yu-Gi-Oh cards?" And it's like. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Yes. I guess. Oh, a dark magician girl. You have you have nine nine hundred of her. I see. Great. Uh, oh, so like I'm on the uh, I'm on the key, the Keyforge website, and they have yeah. some decks up here, and it's like Senator. There's there's a whole category of just dinosaurs, and all of these oh. cards have dinosaurs, and they're kind of. Like, a couple of these remind me of the theme of Magic the Gathering, but they're clearly, like, kid-friendly. Mm-hmm. But it's like, here's a dinosaur priest, and it's like, oh, I kind of like that. Honestly, the idea of, like, politicians with their dinosaurs is really funny to me. I like yeah. it. Yeah, and here's, like, the green alien. There's, like, a Star Alliance faction and all these, like, alien cards. And it's like, can you imagine having, like, this perfect Buzz Lightyear deck? Oh, man. And, and I like the idea that it is geared towards kids so like you know the rule it's not going to take you a long time to, to learn the basic rules and i'm sure there's nuances and stuff which, which is neat but it's like this it seems like something that you can just hey pick up a deck learn it play it and you know have a good time in, in theory oh there's like an order 66 card 
General Order 24. Wow. At the start of each player's turn, they must choose a creature they control and destroy each creature of the chosen creature house. Wow. And then it, apparently it stays out until they don't have any monsters left, which means... Oh, that's that, that's a that's an interesting way to do board clear because you either you have to keep playing alternate houses to keep your yourself on the board or just let everything wipe out to get rid of the card. Damn. There's like just enough decision making on that where it's an interesting play, but also a kid can understand it. Sure. Yeah, it's interesting. I we, yeah. we keep talking. I wanted to I wanted to bring up one more thing about cards. Yeah. And that was uh um, the battlegrounds, like the the reason we got talking about cards, was you talked me into trying that new Hearthstone mode. Yay! Um, Chad, do you know what Hearthstone Battlegrounds is? No, it's different. Yeah. Well, so you don't cool. make a deck. Um, you get like one card, and you put that out, and then they it like fights automatically, and you go, "Whoa, that wasn't good. I better get another card." And every turn, you get a new card. And it kind of battles automatically in between turns. Are you hooked yet? Hey. <laughs> no. Damn. That was the whole cell, so. Hmm. <laughs> Play uh, my card game. Maybe you don't like cards, Chad. Maybe that's, I don't know. I But you, okay, so last time I talked to you about Battlegrounds, uh, Cameron, you played like, I think you started playing like two days before, like a day or, or so uh have you been playing more? What are your what are your yeah, thoughts so or anything I, on it? I have been learning a little bit of nuance here and there, and I'm also like picking up the patterns of which cards actually like go somewhere late game and which ones don't. Um, I like that. I, I guess what I really enjoy is the way that everything kind of has synergy potential, mm-hmm. and so what you find yourself doing is like, well, I I have three pirates on the board. And this one guy gets extra points for every pirate on the board. So that's pretty tempting. And then, oh, this guy makes all the other pirates stronger. Well, that's pretty tempting. And then by the end, you have like this unstoppable pirate deck that you didn't mean to make. And that's kind of fun to just see happen by accident. Yeah. But it's a lot more fun than Hearthstone. (laughs) Yeah. And that's the thing, because like Hearthstone, I... I, you know, sort of lost, lost my, lost my enjoyment of that game. Cause it was so much like, okay, you're building gimmick deck to fight against gimmick deck. And it's like, you win, it's great. You don't, it's not, but it's so freeing that everyone starts at the same place. And I mean, there are heroes, so not really at the same place. Cause some heroes are just better than others, but you at least technically start at the same spot. You both start off with one mana and you're, or, or, or three mana and you're buying, you're buying cards and you're buying creatures and you're making it stronger. And it's like, we talked about it when, when we were first talking about it, but Losing in the game doesn't feel bad or or, or, or too bad because like okay like I, you know I wasn't able to build a deck this time and you just go you know you, you go into another one and it's like it's a game that I've probably put in like I don't know three hundred plus hours just like over the course of the last two years and, and you know, it's just so easy to do and yeah. it's that that feel bad moment is what keeps me from playing stuff because like with magic I'll sit down to play magic right and then it's like after the other guy's first turn. And then I'll play a card where it's like, well, I'll have one tree mana, and I will summon the tree guardian. And then he'll say, okay, well, I'll do this, this, I, I draw, and then they shuffle, and then I have five of these out. And it's like, well, it sounds like it's over now. Like, you clearly have this understanding on a level that I don't, and I can't do anything to stop it. So are we really going to go through 30 turns to come to that conclusion? 
you know, it's like, oh, this feels like it's over already. Mm-hmm. And like with Keyforge, going back to that, I, I picture if you lose, it's kind of like, well, what am I supposed to do about it? Nah, like you can only <laughs> feel so bad. <laughs> it's not like I really thought I had a winning combo. I, I did all this research. It didn't pan out. It's more like, well, I got the emperor that likes to touch himself at my wedding. <laughs> I I don't know. <laughs> what are you going to do? I'm only vaguely paying attention to what you guys are talking about, but that one got me. I, I, I heard that. All right. We're, sell him. Sell him. <laughs> oh, well, that was fun. Um, but I don't want to keep you for too long. How, how about a glad space? Ooh. We can do a glad space. Chad, you, mm. you seem really excited about your glad space. Yeah. Yeah. So I was watching. So um, I'll go first. Watching. Oh. And I'm going to talk about what the other thing we were talking about earlier. Um, it's just like you got me to look into Hearthstone again. I got you to try Heroes of the Storm. Yay! I, I've been playing that lately and it just it feels fun. And it's just fun to play a game that's just like, oh, okay, I can do this. Because I've been getting kind of frustrated with stuff lately. And it's like, boy, I, <laughs> I'm glad Heroes of the Storm is still here to brighten my day. Um, yeah, but it was fun, uh, like introducing it to you too. Yeah, that you actually stole my glad space, so I'm not going to use it anymore. Uh, but my non glad space is definitely I played played Heroes of the Storm, and it's just it, it's wild I, that that game is not dead, but Blizzard treats it like it's dead, and yeah. it's just a, it's it's wild. It's it's just wild, and it's like man, this thing has got an Overwatch Heroes more recently than Overwatch has. It feels yeah. like, and it's. And- it, and I've had and that conversation fun. with like three other people where it's like, oh, I'm playing Here's the Storm. Like, well, that game's dead. Don't do, what do you mean? And it's like, well, they just added Hogger to it. I love Hogger. It's like, I, I love Hogger too. Yeah. <laughs> Are they still adding characters to the dead game? It's like, yep, it's real dead. I, my queue time was three seconds and a match started. What? Is this still go? Is it free? Can I play it? Can I try? No. It's just so weird. But anyways, it I've been is. enjoying Here's the Storm. Yay! Yeah, oh, I'm I've, dumb. I've also been enjoying Here's the last... Storm. And uh, Chad, sorry. Just, just, uh, Wait your I've turn. Also, I've also been playing the game known as Beat Saber a lot. and I, I mean, I was, I was playing it ever since I got my, my Quest 2, but um, I don't know, like a month and a half ago, I, I sort of tricked it out so I can download songs on it, like, you know, pop- popular oh, nice. songs and not, ju- yeah, yeah, and not yeah, just yeah. the boops and the beeps. Uh, so I've just been having so much fun going through, like, oh, what music do I like? Or like, oh, what music do I want to try? And now whenever, like, I hear a song or, like, someone recommends me music, I check if it's in Beat Saber. Because experiencing a song for the first time, like, while you're, like, moving through it is such a cool feeling. And, and even if you've heard it a few times, it's just, it's great. And it's... It, you, you get a whole new appreciation for this stuff and you can play silly stuff like they have all the Simpsons like they have a, a what was it it was a the, the steamed hams remix song in it <laughs> uh, they, they have the one where Moe's like uh, talking about like f- funk dance for self-defense stuff and the remix and it's just like the people out there there's so many great songs out there and so many funny songs and you can just like sort of move your way through them which is which is really cool yeah, it is fun yeah. sorry Chad now it's your turn Chad well, I was going to say, like, I, it was funny on the last uh, comics podcast, Alex, you're like, yeah, I was playing Heroes of the Storm, and John luc was like, why? And he's like, no, I was playing with Cameron, and I was like, why? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, don't you know he makes you play weird shit like Space Station 13? <laughs> Heroes of the Storm is, is much more uh, new player friendly than Space Station 13. Well, does it take you 20 minutes to learn how to smoke a cigarette in Heroes of the Storm? 
No, but I got to play a murloc who just, like, annoys people. I mean, I was annoying computer players, but I still felt like I was doing something. Fair. Yeah. Um, anyways, <laughs> uh, My Glad Space is a YouTube video that Yay. my vocal coach put out. It's uh, Cardavox Academy. He did a reaction to a Tala song, uh, but he did the reaction with the singer from the band. And oh. so Mark's reacting. It's the first time he's hearing the song, and then the singer is there to somewhat react to Mark, but also to talk about how he did a lot of the things going on or how he wrote it. And even if you're not into, like, metal vocals, it's a really, really good watch because for one thing, it's really fun. They have really good chemistry. But they go into a lot more than just uh, vocalization. They go into a lot of, like, songwriting stuff, uh, what it's like to be a performer in front of people and how to, like, develop a stage persona. Uh, So there's a lot of just really cool, like, how the sausage is made in this while also being really fun and funny. Uh, So I would recommend, like, go check this out. I I know it's weird to, like, recommend a reaction video because they're mostly all garbage. But this one is really good. Like, you could listen to it like a podcast. It's 50 minutes long, and it's a four-minute song. So they they cover a lot of shit. That's neat. I'm glad you're continuing and, like, that that this music lessons have turned into such such a cool thing for you, too. Yeah, I got like, I got one more booked for April, um, and I'm hoping we're probably going to be wrapping some stuff up by April or May, because I believe his prices are going up soon again, and I <laughs> I, I don't want to pay any more than what I'm already paying. It's been real. It's been real. Like, I, I, I told myself when I started, I was like, you know what, I'm going to spend $1,000 on this, and I don't want to spend any more than that. And so if his prices are going up, I'll have like maybe one lesson at high price point, and then I've hit my $1,000 quota, and... Honestly, I've I've learned a lot. I'm way 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 better at this than than when I started. Um, sustainable, very healthy, uh, way better tone. I'm having a lot more fun. So like, it's totally been worth the money. It's great. But I think at a certain point, unless I want him to teach me like completely different shit, I might be getting you know I might be at that point where I don't I don't need it anymore. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been cool. Yay. That is cool. Yay. 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 So are we done? I think we're done. Thanks for stopping by, Alex. It was a pleasure. I, it was a nice surprise that I was here for myself, so. Yay. Yay. I don't know. Bye. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye.